Hey, welcome to the new meta, episode 96. 96. How you doing, man? Life's crazy right now, man, right? It totally is. Week week six for me, uh, staying at home for work. You're week mm -hmm. five, I think, based on what you said last week. Yeah, five, five-ish, something. I don't oh. know. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't even know anymore. So at the beginning of this uh, you know, quarantine, you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. How are you feeling now? Mm -hmm. Having the whole family and home kids. It's still cool. Like, yeah, I, I mean, well, it sucks that this is the <laughs> circumstances and it sucks not being able to go places and, and do stuff. Like, yeah. It'd be nice to get out and go to the movies or something. But, sure. Um, but in all, all in all, man, like, you know, my family is awesome. So <laughs> I actually don't mind it. Mm -hmm. I have a good time. Um, like I, I still get outside. We went walking today for like, you know, about an hour uh, just because I had been in the house uh, forever, you know, and I was like, we, I got to get outside. It's super nice. Is it? I'm sure it's nice in KC, hopefully. Yeah. We're, but St. Louis is like baller today. So we went out and um, walked around for a little bit. And that's kind of like my break, you know, and <laughs> yeah. my fresh air. That's, you know, I say it's my break. It's my break from like video games and TV and like. You know, just yeah, the horrible being a piece of shit. Kind I, of, yeah, the, yeah, the, the way I treat my body. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but it's been good. You know, I've been dieting. This I started dieting six weeks ago too, and so like this, this is actually, I think it's kind of helped it because really? it's kind of got me in this this funk where I'm at home. Like I'm down like almost twenty five pounds, which is fucking crazy. Um, and so he uh, makes all this stuff in, and it's just like you know, food habits changed. Uh, going to work change, sleep habits have changed. So it just feels weird, man. Like it's just not normal. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's yeah. Craziness. I, I uh, yeah. Like me not having a, like a trip, like I can't plan a trip right now until yeah. like that's definitely affected me. Like, cause I get stir crazy a little bit. Plus, like I kind of need going work. Like when I worked from home, I was probably like the worst shape I've ever been in, like that year and a yeah. half or so that I worked from home. I just like need that regimen of like going to work and then I'll go take a lunch, go to work out. Whereas if I'm at home, I'm just like, I literally like I'll program and I'm like, oh shit, it's seven fucking o'clock. Right. <laughs> like, right. I just totally lose track of time. So. Yeah. And, and the thing is to me, it's like, now it's like, well, I know I don't have to get up at seven anymore to get ready to go to work. <laughs> it's like, I can just come to work in my underwear. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'll literally roll out of bed and like, you know, come turn my PC on. And so I'm staying up later. I'm sleeping less. I'm like, you know, it, I'm like, oh, I can stop work at five. I don't have to drive home and, or, or any of that. And I can just, you know, crash on the couch for an hour or whatever. And so like my, my sleep schedule is just jacked. It's totally messed. And uh, I got to get that fixed. But yeah, man, I think it's depressing a little bit though. For some reason, like mentally at times, I kind of feel like, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I don't, I don't think depressed. I don't know what it is. It's just weird. It's like mm. different. It's like getting outside really helps. It's really like, okay, I feel a lot better now that huh. I got out and went and walked around. Yeah. Are you doing that? You going outside and walking? Uh, it's super rare. Yeah. yeah. I'm avoid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I try it more. Uh, it, it helps me, I guess. I just avoid people. Like when we're walking, if I see somebody, I'm just like, well, I don't know you dude. Right. There was, there was, um, like a blocker like right behind my house is this old people neighborhood hmm. and it's like a it's like a condo community of that all old people live there i don't know if it's like you have to be old to buy one but that's what it is sure 
And so it's always quiet and stuff. And like somebody, somebody was down there having a birthday party today, which was really weird. And they had like 20 or 20 people or so standing in their driveway, like with balloons. And I'm just like, oh, fuck that. Not going that way. You know, I'm just like, call the cops. What are you guys doing? So, but yeah, man. And then I burned the shit out of my arm. I spilled some hot water. I was like cooking and I was boiling water and I was like draining it in the sink. And Mm -hmm. like, I started to slip and lose the strainer. And so I like instinct was to catch it. Right. (laughs) But when I caught it, I like jerked a little bit. And so like this boiling water splashed out of the pan on my arm. And Mm -hmm. so my arm is just like got this fucking huge, like burn size, like that Mm -hmm. big, like all in my arm. I'm like, waiting for this shit to bubble up but it's right where you rest your arm on the armrest like on your desk oh, to type so it's that. like i feel it when i'm playing games and Woo. shit so, yeah. yeah yeah but yeah let's so, uh talk about game stuff. stuff what do you think yeah so last week i know you guys love it when we don't ask a poll that has anything to do with diablo mm-hmm. you guys let me know <laughs> every time <laughs> in the comment section on youtube so i appreciate you guys you know but we asked did you like the Final Fantasy VII remake? And so you finally finished it this last week, casual. Yeah, took me, yeah. I played, what, 44 hours, and I finished it on Sunday, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it Sunday? I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah. yeah, it took me like four days. I think it was like craziness. Wednesday. Five days? I started, we got it Friday. Yeah. It, I guess technically Thursday at 11. And then I finished it. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know. But it was it was crazy hours. Um, <laughs> I, I I didn't play it all Sunday either. I guess maybe that's why it feels so compact to me because I skipped Sunday because I wanted to stream it all because there are people that were interested in watching. So, um, yeah, I liked it, man. It was great. It was good times. You're so wrong. Like you're, you're on so this negative Nancy wrong. Island all by yourself, dude. <laughs> I probably am. <laughs> island of I don't even want to one. see these results because I know island I'm in the one. minority. I have to be in the minority. I'm curious if anyone well, even voted. No, actually, yeah, at this point, that's, that's the truth. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have a lot of votes. All right, so I'm voting. Oh, it's not that bad. Sixty-six percent of the vote says no. Are you view botting the polls? <laughs> <laughs> what does a view bot for a poll do? Your poll <laughs> you mean a vote bot? Your yeah. Po- your, your vote bot in the polls. God damn. Oh, man. My people. Yeah. That's just people saying, like, I don't care. That's that's what it is. We needed I I didn't play it option. Yeah, um, probably. But yeah, it, you know, I had a good time. We'll talk about that at the end if we have time in the podcast. Because, you know, you <laughs> and I, <laughs> we both finished it. We both had had topics. And, and there's some things I agree on. So, oh. About you know mm. that that I I don't know we'll see man it depends on the other games like the next game no it doesn't it doesn't yeah it does your gameplay experience for this Final Fantasy seven is not contingent upon the other games yeah my experience for this game was a good experience except for the fact that the story is left like what the fuck's gonna happen okay what is this uh, uh yeah and so then the question we asked for this week. Um, because it came out of the left field, and we'll talk about it in just a second. But did the double goblin buff reinvigorate season twenty for you? Just a double goblin buff? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm just joking, but <laughs> it 
it did come out of nowhere. It really like, why? Yeah, you know, and they did something else too. They also um, they also extended the one hundred percent exp bonus until the next expansion on World of Warcraft, mm. and both of those hit at the same time. And I, I man, I want to say they did something for Overwatch. Overwatch hero dropped at the same time, a new hero for Overwatch, and um. Did they do anything for Hearthstone? I think Hearthstone might have had something too, but I'm not 100% on that. So it's almost like they were like, uh, shit, we need to like get players back. You Mm. know what I mean? Mm. That's kind of what I feel. I mean, maybe this was just planned the whole time. And do you think we need to get players back or do you think it was like, oh, we know that everyone's staying home. So let's like do things to entertain. Could have been both. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, back would feel. I I don't know population numbers. I know that I haven't, at least in my community, um, Diablo and WoW are like topics that are constantly like always kind of talked about. You know, mm-hmm. and I you know I haven't heard anything about WoW lately. And then Diablo talks. It's you know it's five weeks, six weeks in the season, so it's starting to die down pretty fast. Right now. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I think this community something. manager quotes Sidra, okay, yeah. uh, posts, you know, for the rest of season 20, Treasure Goblin spawns are doubled, and so that's, this lasts for the rest of the season, which is, I thought, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this like, must be a weekend thing, they're bringing the weekend things back, which, you know, you and I have been like, you know, it wouldn't yeah. be the worst thing in the world to bring the weekend things back, it's whatever, um, but I, that's what I immediately thought, but then it's like, oh, it's the rest of the season, they're just like giving us season what was that season one or not season one but the first I think it was. theme I think season it was season yeah. whatever yeah it was season one for <laughs> yeah <what> we can <laughs> say. season yeah. one of the season themes right whatever that was mm-hmm. um you so, know and yeah I, I something that was curious to me i don't know if you thought about this i tried to check sidra's post history yeah I, see that's exactly where, where like, i was going oh. okay so Go ahead, uh I immediately I was like, how can I find out more? Because at first, I don't even think it said community manager here. I think it was just Sidra, but mm-hmm. now it does. And it says it was added March 27th, but there's no year. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird. So that makes me think that it was this year yeah. at the very least. Um, but you can see like Nebulous is still on here. That was here. a month ago. That was yeah. like the time that right. she... But then uh, Cheetah, who's like an MVP all over the forums she actually does like a really good job um she said sidra is a cm for other blizzard games they're filling in for right now so it may not be appropriate to do a welcome post for a temp position so mm-hmm. that's why everyone's like is this the new cm like there's no intro just like a treasure goblin drop but i guess right. sidra is not the new cm and but they could become the cm but it's still like yeah. i guess unknown it's interesting, man. Yeah. It's just more more in the dark. Like <laughs> yeah. they were so yeah. good. Like I thought they understood. I thought that they were with yeah. us finally. Yeah. It seemed like after last BlizzCon, they were like giving us all that news and they're yep. talking about Diablo three and all this shit. Now it's just like crickets. Yeah, we're um, quarter two and there's nothing for Diablo four right now. Like But didn't they didn't they do wasn't the the last one quarter two? Wasn't no. it like the first couple days in quarter two? No. It was the mm-hmm. end of quarter one. 
Oh, and they okay. said in that post, like, it's not going to be just like once per quarter. It's going to be like some things throughout the quarter. Yeah, it's going to be once every right. other quarter. But we're in quarter two, man. We got anything. <laughs> it's it's not once per quarter. It's once every other quarter. Yeah, pretty much. Relax. <laughs> I don't know, man. How much leeway do you give a developer for the Corona stuff? Like, hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no one's Alexa. asking you. God Alexa. damn. Alexa's like, I want to chime in on this shit. <laughs> We got another host. Sick. Um, yeah, I mean a lot, really, because so people have been asking me this, and I'm curious what you think. But people are like, "Well, do you think that like we'll see less content because in the next you know seasonal theme, maybe like we will only see like the Necro get like you know the set, and that's it. No like balance changes come with it." And to me, my response to that is like, you know. As far as I know, there's just like a two, maybe two or three devs. I have no idea. You know, all I've met is Frankie. So I guess it's like it's really completely contingent upon how much it's affected him and like the people that are on that team versus yeah, like and Blizzard like what if those whole. guys are like fuck it and quit? What if they get a better offer somewhere too? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the scary thing with a small team like that mm-hmm. is like you know like like you said I don't know how many there are. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't have an exact number, but. I know it's just a handful, but what if their main guy is like, let's say like, you know, uh, massive or, or, or fucking epic is like, yo, we need some developers and here, here's this great job, blah, blah, blah. And they like, okay, peace out blizzard. Yeah. Then, then what, you know? Yeah. Then that would be really shitty because I assume, you know, when one, the feeling that I got from talking to a lot of the guys is, you know, it's, there's a lot to take on. So it's like a, to onboard people, you know, there's a lot of technical debt, I'm sure. So, like, someone that's, like, super familiar with it right now, like somebody like Frankie, if he left, yeah. that would be, I mean, I'm sure that would be, like, just a fucking Often. nail in the coffin, right? Well, they'd have to finish the Necro and DH sets. Yeah. Like, they couldn't. They right. couldn't, like, they've promised, and, and they'd have to deliver on that. But they could be some super shit sets, sure. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. I you know it's I guess every game probably has that. Like I'm sure there are some super important people in Diablo Four totally. that if they left, it would totally fuck development or for any game probably. Yeah. But it's just um, man, it just sucks. Like the the quietness leads to the worst. Yeah, thoughts. unease. Right. Like like it's the worst. Like if you have information, even if it's not what you want to hear, you're like, okay, well this is what they're working on. Right. But when you don't hear anything, you're just like, are they even doing shit? Right. Like maybe they've abandoned it again and, and this and that. So Especially after like sucks, a man. period of, you know, maybe the most interaction we've seen from the Diablo. Yeah. In years and years. Yeah. yeah. So And then now it's just like crickets, crickets and again. it's like, is it Corona? Is Honestly, it I think this what? is maybe like, because before, even when it was dead, right? And so I, this comes from someone who's like, you know, we're, we're putting the schedule together every week. You know, I'm just fucking scouring the internet for, you know, things to talk about, articles that I find interesting, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be honest, like, even before, like, say, 2018's BlizzCon, I think that was some of the most dead it's ever been. And even some before this year's BlizzCon, it died down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's, I don't, there's nothing as bad, seemingly, as it's been right now because like there's not even cms to like scour what yeah. like where what posts are they replying to and there's no there's no official anything right yeah at all yeah so it's like and and reddit is literally just full of like check out my transmog check out my goblins, goblins. Check out my, <laughs> yeah which is by oh, the way oh. right like oh, we God, make dude. a post or we make a subject last week 
of like, hey, it's kind of weird that they like keep fucking talking about goblins. These goblin posts get uploaded, and then like the next yeah. day, we get double goblins. Yeah. It just seems so fucking weird. <laughs> it just adds to like the sketchiness yeah. of how this whole thing played out. I don't know. I, did, was it last? I like I don't know if it was in podcast or if it was in my stream, but I I totally was saying like they should bring back double double bounties and start bringing back some of those things on the weekends mm-hmm. and do it for the weekends to try to entice people to come play on the weekends and stuff. And then that, and then they did the double goblin thing. I, I, I think they should do this though. I, I think double goblins is a good thing. I don't think yeah, it's bad. It doesn't break I, anything. I, you know, right. I don't think leaving it on for the whole season necessarily is a good thing. I think they need to use that carrot as an enticement to get people to play. Cause it was there for the whole season you're in the same boat. You're like, ah, it'll still be there tomorrow. It'll still be there next weekend. It'll still, you know, and I think, I think that that fear of missing out is a really finite, fine line thing that you want to tinker with, but something like a double goblins or a double bounties. I think if you do it for a weekend or a week or something like yeah. that, I think it has a little bit more pull. than if you're just like, it's the whole season, right? So it's like, know? yeah, that player's like, well, I'll, I'll get on at some point and check that they're out. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, man, I was going to play COD this weekend, but fuck it's double bounties. All right. I'm in, you right. know what I mean? And then grind the bounties, you know, where if it's like, it's there for the rest of the season, they know, oh, shit, I got two more months. I'm right. good. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, to, you know, I, I, I kind of hoped we were done with like double anything from blizzard. <laughs> like maybe forever but yeah i mean of all the things i think that this goes over better than like say like oh it's rorg buff in the middle of the season where you know and like all these people didn't work in their ass off to get like rank one like now they have a brand new build they have to like work with and like everything power wise gets scaled away and like it's yeah that would be i think that'd be bad um yeah 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 you couldn't you couldn't do rorg buff no Uh, this this is really all they have to work with i mean they could throw a double XP on, but that would... I don't know if I like that at all. Mm. Double XP is like... XP is already stupid anyways. Right. You know what I mean? So... Um, I feel like that just like, make the non-season players pissed. Well, it could be non-season too, I guess. Right? I guess. Mm. I mean, you could. It's going to make those guys that are even super more efficient or those guys that are super hardcore botting just pull away even more, <laughs> I feel like. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know if I like that. Right. But it's the thing, man. Um, it is kind of fun getting double blue gobbies, though. And completely breaking the shit out of the server. <laughs> we got some we got some lag spikes uh, the other day where it was like, I don't know, man, a good solid 15 seconds. I felt like we were sitting there. So and then we were doing we were doing some metas last night and um we were breaking this we were breaking the server so bad. Have you seen when your uh, skill bar disappears off the screen? No. Have you seen that happen before? Mm-mm. Yeah. So we were breaking it so bad that um, literally my buttons like one, two, three, four, left click, right click, all that just disappeared off the screen, and it was like square, black, empty squares, and mm. like I mean, it was. I guess it was I kind of made one. Okay, so the double goblins the last time, you know, first of the seasonal themes. Was that before or after T16? I want to say before. So, like, maybe that's why. Because, you know, more calculations have to happen. I get. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, the double, the goblins weren't what was breaking the screen. It was. Chess was before. Chess, so. Yeah, but. Yeah. Well, but like, it was fun. Like, the double blue goblins right. were definitely 
it's just like it's trying to process the loot. It's like, okay, maybe it's doing random rolls for every single piece of loot they're going to drop. I don't know. But it's just like and the so GR much. problem, right? Like the, the reason they can't go higher is because the calculations are insane. So yeah. I'm sure the with same thing's happening with the goblins. And that's why we're lagging more on the goblinplex than before because now we have T16 instead of T13. It's a bigger damage calculation. But the damage they take doesn't increase. I mean, you can you don't get any lag in a T16, though. You know, like the damage calculations aren't that high in a 16 that it, it breaks the server for real. But like that it, kind of mob density and like the fact that they have to drop gold proportional to how often they're hit and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it all probably accumulates. Yeah. And they get more gold it's, if you're on a higher tournament. I don't, I don't so mind bigger the blue calculations. Goblin lag. Yeah. I actually like the blue goblin lag. I think, I mean, <laughs> hardcore, I'm sure, doesn't like it. But softcore, it's actually like a reward. It feels good. Like the longer you lag the server, the better job you did. I feel like you know mm. what I mean. It's like all right, cool. Because you know it's going to recover eventually. You know it takes like you know five, ten seconds, whatever. But um, probably five seconds on the long side. I don't know how long we really lagged it out. It felt forever. It was definitely one of the longest ones we've ever had because you had double blue like right on top of each other. Right. So it was pretty nasty. But yeah, I you know I think we're running on. Remember that server we saw in the museum thing? Was that in the arcade? Do you remember that? I don't know where it was, but it was at BlizzCon. And they had like one of the original WoW. Oh, yeah, Blade yeah, yeah, the WoW Blizzard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you guys plug that back in and like throw a copy of Diablo <laughs> on that bitch? Yeah. I'm sure it's still better than what we have, yeah. <laughs> Probably so. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, I thought that that, yeah, came out of nowhere. Um. And then coming from someone we'd never seen before, it was it was like a lot to process. <laughs> and then, yeah, I tried to find more. I even Google searched uh, that person with in Diablo three forums trying to find more posts, and I couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. So I didn't try super hard. So maybe you can scour and find something. But I don't uh, have anything I else. Didn't find a lot. No. Um, but yeah, I also wanted to highlight like we don't do this very often, but it happens probably like once a month. Someone posts, and I'm sure you see where I'm going with this. Yep. Someone posts on Reddit, they got a big ass Diablo tattoo on their body. And we've seen some crazy ones. Like, I've always been like, mm, should I promote? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't want some tattoo person to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get that on my face or something. I mean, that's okay. That's a kind of cool tattoo. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would personally want it on my arm forever. And, I don't know if I'd want like the little armor boobies that that, you know, what is that? I don't know. Uh, Matthew at the bottom. Who is that at the bottom? It's fire though. It's like it's hard to tell. I don't know what that thing is at the bottom. It looks kind of like it's a one of the chick angel wings shit with like armor boobs. I don't know. And like I don't know, man. It's a cool. The tattoo. looks good. It's, it's pretty good artwork for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, that's on your arm forever, dude. You know, like, yeah, I had someone reach out to me like eight months ago and they're like, Hey, is it cool if I get the Lord Fluffy logo tattooed? I'm like, I don't even know that I would like, are you sure? But he's like, Oh, I have probably, I have Quinn's and I have, you know, like Rikers. So I'd like really like to get yours. I was like, I mean, I'm not going to say no to you, but. But it could probably up. be the same person because they got mine as well. Mm. And I saw the final product and I was like, cool, like they did a good job. But they had like a lot of Diablo streamers on there. 
and I'm I'm just like, it's cool. It's flattering for yeah. sure. You know what I mean? Like it's super flattering. Um, but I don't have any tattoos. Like you have a you have a barbed wire tribal thing on your arm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, I I I'm not against tattoos at all. I I think that no, I'm not against them either. Sure. I'm just saying I personally. I, I have many times in my life been like, dude, I want to get this tat. And then I'm like, let's see if I still want it in six months. And if I'm still think it's a good idea, mm-hmm. then maybe I'll go do it. You know what I mean? Sure. And six months later, I'm always like, yeah, I think I'm all right. You right. know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I, the, the permanent thing scares me. Sure. But I'm always like, just an advocate for, you know, just as long as it means something to you. Like if you're just getting yeah, it because you think it looks cool. Like you said, you know, probably wait six months to see if it phases out. But yeah, it's got it's got to mean something. So it's like yeah, something I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Like my wife wants to go. She's she's uh, wants to go get some tattoo from some famous dude in California somewhere. I don't remember all the details and stuff. But I'm like, yeah, if that's what you want, then fuck it. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. care. Because I saw his artwork and it's ridiculous. I'm like, dude, that shit looks like a photograph. I don't even know. I, I don't even know how you can. Mm. paint that well let alone tattoo somebody that well right so i'm like sure you know have you seen like the but, 3d uh, shit they're putting on people these days oh yeah dude i saw this guy that had like a tattoo on his back there's like a skull and it literally looked like there's chunks of like his back that had been like removed like where the eye socket was on the skull because like the guy had done such a good job of like making it 3d like yeah just like made him look like deformed <laughs> they're just like <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at right now. I don't. I don't know if I've seen. I've seen uh, the guy that she's getting done is somewhere in San Francisco, I think, and uh, or San Diego. Sorry, I mean, maybe San Diego. And um, he does like full sleeves on people, and and like his artwork is like blending all these different pictures in, like down their whole arm, and the, and it's insane. Like it's you know you look at the work, and you're like, God damn, that's that's ridiculous, but. Uh, it's, it's like, but then you're sleeved, man. So yeah. like, if you try to go get any kind of corporate job, they're going to instantly be like, mm, nope. yeah, this guy. Nope. Mm. nope. So what are you going to wear long sleeves? At least so you get through, the, at least till you get through the interview process and you better not go past your wrist. How are you going to hide that? You know sure. I mean? And it's stupid. Like, yeah, does, should it matter? No, but does it matter? Absolutely. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the absolutely. same time too, it's like, like I always kind of feel a little bad because like people are getting the sleeves for a long time and like that was like really big thing and then and you know and then Justin Bieber gets a sleeve and you're like well I have a sleeve <laughs> Justin Bieber has a sleeve it's kind of like the same thing like barbed wire was really popular once a ton once upon a time and then like Pam Anderson got barbed wire and it's just like oh god and then and, like, she everyone... made barbed wire <laughs> yeah and then it made a movie barbed wire yeah <laughs> true 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 so yeah it gets cringe at some point but yeah socially it's cool. uh, so yeah. you know uh yeah i'm not i'm not promoting or 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 you know shaming it either way i yeah. think to each his own uh, i think the artwork's pretty good i think the diablo's really sick and it's on the inside of the arm which kind of sucks I, I would like to see what's on the it looks like he's got something else on the outside there yeah. but um Maybe that's cool man I, you know it kind of looks like Lilith wings, I might get something. actually what's that gonna look like when you're 60 you know what I'm saying <laughs> well here's the other part of that is like so it's Diablo yeah you really love Diablo right now what if Diablo 4 comes out or Diablo Mortal comes out and it like just completely shits the bed and it's like a total joke for the rest of eternity like say you had a fallout tattoo like 
does does it feel a little worse now because like they fucked up so hard that like they're just a fucking laughing stock of the gaming industry or does that change i don't know yeah you know yeah i don't know anyways uh, um but i heard some interesting news okay one second i just thought of this we're talking about the tattoos yeah I think this is like a every video game thing, by the way, mm. because I used to frequent the Destiny subreddit a lot when I played Destiny. And I can think of all these people posting these sick-ass Destiny tattoos, like full fucking sleeve Destiny tattoos and shit. And that game is in the shittiest spot right now. <laughs> of like, I mean, it's making Diablo 3 look good. Really? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's in such a bad place because you know how Diablo 3 bots are just running rampant in Diablo 3 and oh, it yeah. seems like nobody does anything like destiny's even worse like mm-hmm. they're to the point where like their top content creators it would be like having people like quinn size right like they're big boys are sitting there saying like it, they'll post like an update that they're going to do for the game and they literally said i don't give a fuck what you have planned for the game until you fix cheating i don't give a shit i don't want to hear anything but we're taking care of the bots like these Damn. people are saying this like straight up at Bungie at their community managers like yeah. and it's not just one dude it's every dude you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and so to me it's just like you know i guess if you get the tattoo when the game's in a good place and it means something to you and you're having a great time then maybe it doesn't matter yeah you know what i mean maybe it doesn't matter but i don't that'd know. be wild though like to think about that and like in terms of diablo 3 like imagine how big of a hit diablo 3 would take like so say you know bloodshed he streams like eight hours a day and he's 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 usually top of the directory unless it's the very start of the season i imagine if he was like fuck this game like that would pretty harshly impact diablo 3 probably that's that's pretty yeah. wild or jesse yeah, rocks you, you know your, like the, yeah you, you need your loyal dudes that, yeah. that are crazy you know crazy crazy streaming crazy just promoting it right crazy and crazy in love with it i guess yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so Cause he couldn't do it if he didn't have some kind of passion. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So it's wild. Um, yeah, that's all I got for, for the tattoo stuff. But gotcha. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't mind that though. I don't, I don't think. I think if we see some sick tattoos, I don't think it's a bad thing. No. To show them off. Right. You know. Um. But yeah. So I heard this. You know, uh, there's some articles about. And people are taking them with a grain of salt and or maybe looking into them too much or whatever. But, you know, something we've been talking about, like, literally the past, like, years that we've been doing this thing. <laughs> Fucking years, yes. Uh, Lost Ark. So Lost, Lost Ark, Ark. The last we heard from Lost Ark is really there was seemingly no interest from Smilegate to pursue more international releases past Russia is what their kind of official statement was. In a nutshell, but just recently, like the last week, um, a company called My.Games, which is a international publisher, is going to be hosting Lost Ark. Mm. So whether that means, you know, they're just going to put their client on My.Games and then like they're going to handle like distribution instead of like them trying to host their own client like they are right now. And there's going to like, nothing's going to change. Or if it's like a step that they're taking, a lot of people are insinuating that, oh, well, Smilegate's just like keeping this under wraps. And like, they're really just going to like ninja launch 
which is probably in a lot of games best interest especially games that are kind of as good as lost ark right um but and then there's to follow that up there's like this facebook gaming post from smilegate talking about kind of like a a french release but there's been some discussion of like well they're talking about their mobile game or whatever but it's still kind of like hearsay um, See, French still isn't English. We got to get that English. Right. But in EU, to to like, if it went to EU, it's know, coming like, to NA. Like, there's no it's question. It's got to go. Yeah, it's got to go somewhere where they need an English English client. Once they get an official English client, it's game over. There's yeah. no reason not to launch it over here. So I think it's just translation. And yeah, I don't know. But that'd be cool if if the MyDot Games is willing to front the work and say, hey, we're going to take a cut. But right. We'll host it. We'll distribute it. We'll put it on our client. Now, the other side of that coin is MyDot Games. Historically, I guess, is kind of like a pay-to-win type company. Yeah. Well, we already know what Lost Ark is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think? I don't think they're going to change the pricing model that much. If they did... I mean, Russia did. They changed it from to less pay-to-win? No, more. More. More, more pay-to-win mm-hmm. in Russia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, you know, when I played it, it was definitely you could see the pay to win was there. Yeah, you could you could buy experience boosts. You could buy uh, the tickets to do more raids to get better loot. You could do um, like all the cool cosmetics were all pay. Uh, mm, pretty much, pretty much everything. We're faster, you know. Yeah. yeah, but the game was still fun as hell. Free. Yeah, I mean, I still had a great time. <laughs> yeah. So, it, to an extent, you know what I'm saying. Sure. Like, um. Yeah, I mean, if Lost Ark poof tomorrow, it hit like that's. I mean, that's probably like fun. six months to a year's worth of content. Like, yeah, it would be, man, it would probably be fun. permanent PvP content. Yes, because yeah. you'd be like, I well, want, I want to PvP in ARPGs. I can't do that anywhere besides Lost Ark, and Lost Ark does yeah, it really well. Unless they make the PvP stuff pay to win, mm. you know what I mean? That yeah. would suck. Um, but it, it, you know, it's interesting, man. The game is fun, regardless. You're even the leveling experience is still fun in that game. Uh, and it'd, it'd be a good time just to do that and get into the raids and start to get some gear. It'd be oh, yeah. until you started to cap out on on the free gear or you started to hit some of those sure. uh, time gates. Yeah, you know, maybe just like wow at that time. point, right? Where you log in every Tuesday, you know, and yeah. do your shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're in, so. and it would expose people to their fucking amazing combat. Yeah. So, so people would actually know what we're talking about right. if you haven't played it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You hear us talk about it every week. It's right. like, man, it's phenomenal. It's such a different system than you've ever played. Like, we don't have any other ARPG that fights like that. No. That plays like that. Combat doesn't feel like that. And it's good, man. It feels right. real good. Wilson so. tapped into, like, probably the closest with some of, like, their skill animations and, like, how it plays. But no, not even close. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say that Lost Ark's combat feels really, really good. And I'm not going to say that, like, you know, Diablo 4's combat felt really good. It felt like a polished Diablo 3. But it's a completely different style. Yeah. Um, I'd have to play more classes in Lost Ark before I could say one was better than the other. Right. But Lost Ark's was definitely great and fun yeah. and new. Yeah, so. more like, it, yeah, like you said, it felt polished. It felt good. It felt like a Diablo 3.8. Um, but, yeah, it w- definitely wasn't gripping and it definitely wasn't exciting. Like, you know, you weren't it like, Ooh, I want to fight. Like, I think, yeah, I think the biggest the testament to that. And I think you've said this before, too, is like, so say you're we were playing the Diablo 4 demo and we're walking from like dungeon to dungeon. Like we're just beelining and there's like mobs to kill on the way, but we're not going to do it because we're just like, nope. Eh. 
Whereas in Lost Ark, you're like, oh, there's mobs to kill. I can't wait to use all my crazy yeah. abilities. I think I think the thing is, is like for me, it was like, I'm going to go fuck this thing up. <laughs> like that's what it felt like. It felt like you're like this badass dude and like you you just, you know, I'm going to go fuck this thing up. And in Diablo, it felt so much like Diablo 3 that you and I were just like, we're, we're literally having shit chase us and we're skipping past it right. just to get to where we wanted to go, yeah. you know. Because it so, wasn't that fun. Well, there's so much in the demo, like you're just waiting on cooldowns. Mm-hmm. So much. Like, but you're I waiting felt on like... cooldowns in, in Lost Ark too. It's just they handle it yeah. in a way that's like... Yeah. You, you, you're not really waiting you, on anything in Lost if Ark. You build your, if you build your character right, which is hard not to do, right. then you, it's like you have... Was it six? Eight. It was, it eight, was eight total. Eight, abilities with eight total ultimate, skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you're like cycling through your skills and something's always off cooldown, yeah. usually. And it's like, you know what your big boy cooldowns are. Yep. And they're usually set up by a stun. So it's like, okay, I'm going to group things up with this ability. I'm going to stun them all with this ability. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to lay the hammer down with this ability. Sure. And it was, so it was like a combo. It's like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And it was, and then that wind up attack that did all the damage has like this two second cast time where once you hit it, you can't move, you can't dodge, you yeah. can't do anything. And if they get up and move, you're fucked. So it's yeah. like when it all comes together and it hits, it's just, it feels like you did something. It's yeah. like, ooh, that was great. And to touch you know? more on that, it's like, you know, Diablo's kind of gameplay loop is is like, it, it's kind of like that in, in certain regards. So you've got your six skills and four of them are usually like big cooldowns. And those can feel okay. But like the initial gameplay loop of like, you've got your generator and your spender, I don't think that's very exciting. And I think that that's something yeah. that they're continuing to stick to. And it just doesn't feel that cool anymore. Like it worked for Diablo 3, but like I'd really like I, to see them yeah. think of something else. The only thing that really feels rewarding to me in Diablo 3's combat right now is when you're playing, um, like when I'm running metas and you're dropping your wit, I call them totems, but your phantasms. When you drop your three phantasms, and you're you can after a while you learn exactly like when they're going to pop just naturally and and you see that big explosion and you completely clear the entire screen of mobs mm-hmm. that feels rewarding it's like the Tarasha meteor hitting it felt rewarding or i guess it's like if you're playing the rgk crusader and you hit your cult, your your um holy cycle and you chunk the the rg's health in like one cycle that feels rewarding other than that, like doing rats and just doing crazy damage to the whole screen, it, it doesn't feel that good. Like really what you're doing is you're running around just looking for dumb shit so you don't stand in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. There's something to, and even even with the, you know, like the Death Nova Necro when I was playing it and blowing stuff up, it didn't feel super rewarding. You're like, okay, here's my poison cycle. Let's blow some shit up and stuff dies. But it's not the same feeling that you got with Lost Ark with those big explosions, totally. like those big those big cooldown timings. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. So yep. it's it's good. But then Lost Ark did have some downfalls. Man, driving that ship around was yeah. total fucking horror. Island hearts. Yeah, yeah, that was that was bad. That was bad. Yeah. So agreed. And um, there wasn't that much end game content to do past, you know, the champions and. I think that they've added some things to that. They have, but, but like it's uh, still like time gated and it's yeah. like that wow gameplay loop that i just hate so much mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but speaking of world of warcraft <laughs> yeah so shadow i i don't get this a lot people keep coming uh, in my stream and they're like fluff are you gonna play the next wow expansion 
because they yeah, quote is. made it like Diablo. And so I'm no, like, what well, are you talking about? Yeah. And so I was I, hoping so that you I looked into it a bit, but a little, but not as, not as much as I should have. Um, they added some random tower thing and right. I don't know a whole lot about it, but that's the mechanic that people are talking about. Yeah. It's still buggy as fuck from what people are saying and some shit's broken, but, um, I'm going to look into it. I'm kind of conflicted on this because historically I've kind of avoided all of the wow alpha and beta because that's the expansion. Like that's right. the shit you're going to play for the next two and a half to three years. <laughs> and if you go play the alpha and the beta, then like you don't have any of the new shit. Mm -hmm. And so if I was a wow streamer, I would have to go play it because that's, you know, it's like if Diablo four alpha and beta come out, I'm gonna play shit out of it. Cause you know, that's my thing, I guess. But I don't know, man. I kind of avoid it historically, but people keep telling me the same thing and they keep telling me to check it out and it's all, it's going to be so awesome. And it's like, it's like the, the best thing since uh, Mythic Dungeons and this and that. And so I don't know, man. Um, with the alpha release and the little bits that I've seen, it's kind of got me a little bit hyped up. You know, it's got mm. the train, like, you know, the boarding sign has started. I'm like, okay, maybe. I think it'd be fun. Uh, I'm definitely going to play Shadowlands at launch. Now, am I going to stick it out more than four weeks or more than the leveling process and the mythics? I don't know. But I will say BFA was garbage. However, when you and I were playing BFA and leveled up and did the mythics, that was fun, man. Yeah, I had a good four time. days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it took us like a week or two. No, it was know, one week. We, that first week of Heroic where none yeah. of us had gear. That was fun. Yeah. After that, that it was, was garbage. Fun. It was garbage after yeah. that. And then that's fine. I quit playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, you can cancel your sub. Uh, so I plan on doing that again. 60 bucks plus the 15. I don't, I don't know. I could never probably rationalize that again. You just spent $60 on Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, but it was also the game of my like adolescence, whereas World, World of Warcraft is just like some fucking MMO. And you ripped off Amazon for a PS4. I, I did. Know. Best Buy, to be fair. Uh, oh, I don't feel bad anymore. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best Buy. So, yeah. But so, anyway, yeah. so the reason I bring that up. So, I I went and asked Quinn, uh, like, what? Why do people keep saying like, are you going to play this game? It's, they made it like Diablo, quote unquote. And so, I, like, is there any truth to that? And he said no, basically. And right. that if he had to akin it to something, he'd compare it more to like Darkest Dungeon. I guess is what it felt more like because it. The way it works is like you go into it, like the tower, and you have, like you're really weak, and like the mobs are crazy, crazy tough, but then as you progress through it, the mobs get weaker because you get stronger. So it's like a reverse GR. Mm. And he's, he so doesn't if, love if that about it. getting stronger, how are you supposed to not finish? Time-based? I don't know. I don't know. That seems weird. Yep. I mean... WoW has innovated some stuff in the past. It's been a long time, but like they are the golden standard for MMOs and farming in general. I mean, they invented making you farm shit like like no other that I've ever seen, you know, at least for me in my history of video games. Mm. It's like literally go farm in WoW. Like they had a farm and you grew fucking carrots. Like they got you to waste days of your life literally with a virtual farm inside an MMO. Doesn't make any sense. They put Pokemon in there. They did all these other different things, but I think some of the good things they stole, like the Mythic Dungeons, obviously is like Greater Rifts from Diablo. And so if they can steal, if Darkest Dungeon has a cool concept, that's like a thing and they can steal it and 
iterate on it, then awesome, man. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play the expansion. I think again, that first week, the first two weeks when you're trying to, you know, level up, get powerful, do heroics, that's fun. That's good times. And, and that's a proven thing. That's just like a season start. Like it doesn't matter if Diablo three never gets another patch and they keep just rolling seasons and just resetting six months from now or two years from now, you and I could be like, yo, you want to play season 40? And we're like, yeah. And then that Friday night we hop on and play, we would have a fucking great time. Sure. You know what I mean? At least for that night right, or for that right. week, you know? So I think that they got that process down. So it'll be a good time. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I also did some looking up to see what's going on with the old Wilson this week. Mm -hmm. Um, the consensus seems to be on the internet that the game's still getting updates. It is still getting updates. The patch notes are, you know, I looked through each patch note post and then, you know, it's a very short page. It's probably even less than we see for Diablo three, if you can believe it, um, for a brand new game, by the way. <laughs> and the consensus just seems to be like, yeah, they're making fixes, but like one, it's either just kind of like too little, too late, or two, it's just not impacting the game enough, and it's still just like this buggy, terrible mess. So mm -hmm. it's just so sad to like finally get a new ARBG, and yeah. it's just such garbage. It felt like it had some potential, yeah. but unfortunately, you know, mm -hmm. I have no desire to play. Like I said, I finished the campaign. I did like uh, a stream of Endgame, if that. And I was just like, this is, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I just, I just don't care. So maybe someday when they release the other chapters, then I'll go back and play just, and honestly, man, I didn't even really pay that much attention to the story towards the end. Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, okay, 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 okay. I was, I was excited for the boss fights because the boss fights felt semi-challenging in that game. And I like that. People lost their shit and complained like crazy to me. Um, the first boss was the hardest for me. I think you know, it it took me several tries to get the first one. Some of it was because of bugs. Like, I'm whooping his ass. Uh, the first time, I, you know, I get to phase, I'm like, oh, shit, there's a phase three, you know? And then I died pretty quick. And then the second time I get to phase three, I'm, like, ready to go. And then there's, like, no floor, so you couldn't see anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, great. And then, you know, it, it, there was just something. Uh, and, and that happened to me in every boss, actually. Did you get bugs in your boss encounters? Court. I mean, every boss that's what made me some... walk away from the game because I would just fall oh, through the shit. world nonstop. I actually did really enjoy like the build that I come up with, and like this this poison damage over time style build, and I had those cool like God of War, whatever you call those weapons, where they like, fling yeah, out from the you, chain things. Yeah. yeah, and like I was really enjoying that. I thought the gameplay loop wasn't bad. It was honestly better than Diablo 3's current form, where it's just like you're just grinding for. For upgrades and when you could upgrade you know rares to legendaries like that felt really good um and it took a long time to like get up enough juice to do that and then just like they changed all of that plus on top of like if i were trying to try to push the very top of like grs like i would just break the game and i would just fall through the world like 100 percent of the time right so it's just like <laughs> it's too stupid i'm sure they fixed i don't even know if they fixed like from what i've seen they haven't fixed any of that They've only nerfed builds across the board because it doesn't happen at lower, like greater risk, basically. So they just nerf people's ability to hit those high numbers. They couldn't, they couldn't fix right. it. Yeah, yeah, and and the, so like the thing with me is, 
Like I, I wanted to build a, a pet class, a necro class, out of the bat. So I'm, I'm picking the pet, and they were so bad, <laughs> so right? terrible. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck that. They got to get better. Like if I keep putting points in, like at some point, like yeah. once I get skill points and can get these t- passives, and then like all this, it's got to be okay. So like I had this really shit build when I got to the Act Two boss. I mean, it was a really shit build, and and so the, it was fun because the Act Two boss was totally kicking my ass, and then. I, I had to learn to beat the act two boss without getting hit. Basically, I flawless the entire fight. And and so like that to me felt rewarding as hell because chat was like, you're never going to beat him with that shit build. And I'm like, oh, yes, I will. Like, you know, <laughs> there was like the challenge. Like, yeah, I'm going to beat him with this. Sure. And so I had to learn not I had to learn every single little nitpicky mechanic. And that was fun to me. Um, and I enjoyed the harder fights, but. Uh, I don't know, man. I think the Act 3 boss didn't really feel that good. So I will definitely play it again for the, if they put an Act 4, 5, 6, whatever in there. If Just to see, like, are the boss fights still going to be good? Are they still going to have, you know, challenge yeah. challenges in there? Yeah. And, and then they would have to figure out how are they going to scale it with the end game gear? So like, you got somebody like me who quit after you beat the campaign and they're going to have somebody like you who's got this set that's super juiced up. So like I guess the acts are going to have to scale above that to make both of our gear sets irrelevant, so that we can fight the boss on whatever, you know. I would assume it pick up where it left off. So like you're supposed to be like level I don't even know forty or fifty ish when you beat the campaign. I would assume yeah. it just pick up like at level sixty or whatever, like right yeah, where it left maybe. off. So it'd be you know it'll, it'll I'll, like I said if the update's free I would I would not spend money on it again I don't think. You know, yeah. So, unless yeah. they had some Jesus update that just looked phenomenal, but yeah, it um, sucks, man. It had potential, and it was something that a lot of us were hyped for, and a lot of people enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed it, don't feel like I'm shitting on your farm. Sure. I'm glad you had a good time. Like you know, um, my opinion was I, I don't regret my hours playing it, but it it, it was just a campaign to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and other news. Like, this thing is pissing me off because Torchlight 3 is, like, really the last frontier of me mm-hmm. to beta test. Because it's, like, the only game I really haven't. But right. they won't lift the NDA, so the only way I can play it, I have beta, but the only way I can play it is off stream. And, like, I just don't game off stream, ever. So, like, I'd have to take a night off just to, like dip into the game but that wouldn't be dipping into the game like i like to dip into a game like i wouldn't have like it'd be like making review five hours in i would never do that but mm-hmm. like it just it sucks like the, <laughs> i'm not gonna dump 40 hours into a game off stream because like that would be pointless so i really hope they just lift that eventually but i have a feeling it's there because it's not a good game and they don't want streamers to expose that it's to trash it yeah yeah i think I had a key for that a long time ago. How did how did you get access? The same way as your old shit still work, or did yeah. you get a new one? I, I mean, I got I got a new one. Like every single oh, time okay. they do a phase, they would send out new ones. Oh, okay, well maybe I I don't know. I didn't check. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, I do game off stream a lot. I've just learned that any game that my chat doesn't vibe with, I just play it off stream if I want. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like. For some weird reason, it negatively, like if you stream a game that chat doesn't feel, it just negatively impacts. The next time you play your regular game, it, it's people are bitching or you sure. lose viewership. So I'm just like, fuck it, I'll just play it off stream. Right. So I actually do quite a bit, but um, I don't really, I don't know, man. 
I, I feel like the only beta that I think I'm super interested in playing would be Diablo 4. Other than that, I don't really enjoy them that much because A, they're buggy, and B, it ruins the game when it comes out. Here we do. You wouldn't play that beta? I would probably play that, yeah. Probably? I don't even know I'd you sometimes. I don't even know yeah. you sometimes. Yeah, I'd, I'd play it. I, I definitely <laughs> would play it. But see, the thing with, with PoE 2 is I don't know a lot about PoE. Like, I'm still, when I play PoE, I'm still lost a lot of times. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people that first start it, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. You know, so when I played 2, I'd be able to be like, oh, graphics look pretty. Yay. Oh, hey, look, the arrow bounced off the wall. That's a cool new you know, effect or something. But <laughs> as far as, you know, I guess unless they completely revamp the systems to the point where it's like everybody's learning again, I'd, I'd be behind the eight ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? They won't do that. But yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. So would it be fun? Yeah, I definitely would be interested just to graphically see the improvement. But sure. I hope they don't release a beta for, for POE2 until they redo that UI, you know? Yeah. I want to see them drop a sick UI and be like, yo, check it out. Check out PoE2. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I that looks really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Agreed. Uh, but I think that even of itself, like, I think you'll be very impressed with, like, I don't know if you ever had the chance to go back and watch again, but, like, they did zoom out. Like, one of the biggest complaints a lot of Diablo players have is, like, it's it's so zoomed in feelingly, like, compared to Diablo 3. It's so yep. much more skilled in, and you're like, I just want to zoom out. And they definitely resolve that with, with PoE2. Um, and obviously, I, and that's a complaint really for me with Diablo 3, even. Like, I wish I could zoom out a little Need bit more, more Diablo okay. 3. Yeah. Would mm. you? Do you get that feeling? You don't want to? Mm, I think, I don't know. You lose some detail, I guess, but. I'm okay with I mean, you can zoom in if you want the, like, you want to, you know. I feel like people would always zoom all the way out, though. I don't know. And you just like you're yeah, playing. Yeah, I, I don't zoom all the way out in WoW. Like I have this this yeah. nice little, and it depends if I'm playing caster or melee too. Mm. If I'm playing melee, I'm usually in a little bit closer, and if I'm caster, I zoom out a little bit more. You mm. know what I mean? So, but yeah, it, yeah. I, I my problem with Diablo is the vertical, up and down. You you have so little, and then if you play on a super ultra crazy widescreen, you get an advantage from side to side as well, because mm. it actually loads in those weird. We're gonna let extra extra juice. So right on, uh -huh. right on. Um but yeah, so and in PUE news, you know, they're I mean, <laughs> still seemingly crushing it. Uh people are still can perform or complaining about performance issues. Uh no surprise there. Um, you know, they did some quote unquote nerfs, uh, but the builds that were still like crazy good are are crazy good. You know, what one of the things I am noticing is like they seem to scale the game around like those really OP builds. So like they keep nerfing health, like maximum life pool, like league after league. Because like the builds where I'm noticing the builds that, that just are scaling crazy, crazy well, you know, like say the cyclones, the minions, the, or builds mm -hmm. where you don't have to worry about really stacking that much damage because it's so overtuned already. And you can just literally worry about stacking Stack defense. And yeah. like you become like a fucking god. Whereas like builds that I try to make where it's like, no, I have to like actually spec in the damage like a lot to like make a plausible character that can farm all the content. And then my defense suffers and I get one shot and that's super frustrating. But I mean, that's PoE. Like it, yeah. the fact that Somebody I can keep making builds, like people are like, you're going to get tired of poison. But like there's literally, I mean, I have just 
touched the tip of the iceberg on how many different kinds of poison builds I could actually make in the game. And like, just the that's tip? just insane. Just the tip. Literally. Just the tip. Tip okay. of the iceberg. Tip, the tip game, poison tip game. Uh, somebody said the campaign's harder now. That, that this last update, they made the campaign harder on PoE. They made bosses like phase more and they are like invulnerable outside like their phase windows or they take less damage they get like more mitigation after their phase windows so yeah like some of the the guardians were like a joke before to like spawn elder and shaper and now i think they're probably even harder than awakener eight like they're just they're so tanky and if you get like cast or attack speed on them as a mod like they're literal fucking gods so yeah i don't remember dying to any boss in the campaign i'm sure i did at one point or another but when they said that they made the campaign bosses harder i'm like hmm interesting okay yeah let's see if you know i wonder if you if i get wrecked now if i played through it again so i mean you died in lab quite a bit so there's that i did die and i don't know about quite a bit i died (laughs) once though at the end (laughs) like the was it once or twice Twice i don't know it might have happened twice to me in a row Mm mm-hmm uh, on the final lab and I'm just like what the fuck so I was like getting cocky the first time you know I'm just like this isn't shit you know what I mean and then I just got one shot or something I don't even know what happened so yeah, totally yeah. Get you. but it I mean happens, honestly yeah. like people are like are you getting burned out and no I'm really not which is pretty hmm. crazy there's just so I, much I'm, to do man it's yeah burnout's starting to set in for Diablo for me you know, it's been five weeks of the same season. I started with Necro, which was fun because, you know, you had Triple Cube. And I wanted to do Blight or Death Nova Necros. I'd never done it. I'm like, okay, let's do some Death Nova Necros, our metas. And we did that. And I was like, it's okay. And then everybody, everybody's raving about Wish Doctor. Or Wish, Wish Doctor is so good. You got to play Wish Doctor. I got to try Wish Doctor. I'm like, okay, make a Wish Doctor. I'm like, let's do metas on the Wish Doctor and see what feels better. I personally like Wish Doctor more. So do, been doing Wish Doctor metas and, um, you know, smashing them out. It's pretty easy. So I'm like, all right, this is cool. And so the, between the two characters now, I'm like, okay, I almost have my Wish Doctor full augmented at like, you know, 120, 130 gems. And it's like, so after I finish that up, what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, now I'm going to make a new character or is it just time to move on to a new game for the rest of the season? You know? Yeah. So... It's um the conundrum of the burnout's D3. not really there yet, but it's gonna hit probably in the next week or so. I'm gonna be like, okay, well, it's either start a new character, which I don't think I want to do, or you know, yeah, I absolutely hate that. Like, like that's the MMO loop. Like, especially World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, you reach a point where like alts, yep. you're so fucking god tier that you're just logging in for your your weekly raid or whatever and there's like no point in farming outside of that raid for that character because mm-hmm. you're not going to get like anything better so like it's like well i guess make it all and it's just like i don't want to be forced like i want to keep pursuing upgrades and making my yeah. guy like insane that's one of the things i think diablo 3 does pretty well is that you can get gear you could you could potentially get an upgrade no matter what you're doing mm. it doesn't matter you, yeah you but be to doing a certain a threshold game. But they still do a pretty bad job overall, I think, because then it's just like your Paragon. You, you like you get a Primal, maybe you have like a really perfect Ancient, and you're fighting for like a one percent upgrade. Like doesn't feel good at all. Whereas in PUE, no, like no, no. you could yeah. literally get something that's like poof, ten percent upgrade, like all of a sudden. 
even yeah. even like playing millions of hours which is just but can, but can you get that that 10 percent upgrade doing any activity yeah yeah or that's, you know, I, it depends i yeah. i think diablo throws so much loot at you now that you hit this i'll call it a soft cap you're going to hit your soft cap with gear pretty quick yeah. right you've got all ancient pieces and they're all pretty okay rolled you know and and that's what your soft cap is then mm -hmm. you're just searching for primals right or perfect rolled ancients you know sure. like top tier shit but you can get those pieces doing anything. I could go do bounties all day if I wanted. I could go do T16s all day if I wanted. I can go do greater rifts because that's the only three activities you can do. But you can go do all of those things and you can get the loot. And I like that. Whereas, like, for example, World of Warcraft, if you want that upgrade, like, you have to do the raid, which is on a weekly lockout. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you get that one Tuesday night per week or whatever day your guild raids to go get your loot. And then what? Then then you're you're not doing anything for upgrades. So that's something that I hope that a lot of games, at least especially Diablo 4, doesn't go down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, we're going to put a cooldown on doing XYZ dungeon modifier or XYZ dungeon or whatever endgame activity you have. Right. You know? And PoE doesn't have that either. I mean, I guess they limit your your time gate by how many times. So I'm, uh, every time you spawn, you know, Awakener 8, mm -hmm. You have to farm mats and kill. Well, you have to, to respawn the conquerors, and you have to kill the conquerors, and you respawn awakener. And, and what's the what, like? What's the time? Let's say you have a, a deck, a tricked out build. Like, let's say you're playing the meta this season, whatever it is, the most yeah. OP build, sure, right? And you're you're shitting on content. Mm -hmm. So, what's the timetable for you to kill awakener eight and then respawn them and kill them again? A day, an hour, a week? Um, I mean, the builds that are like crazy herald stackers and. Like they can run T16 maps in like fucking 30 seconds. Like it could be maybe an hour, two hours between awakening rates. So your average person can do it like twice a day, twice a day. Your average person, yeah, probably once every two or three days. Okay. And then the loot table, I'm assuming, is massive. So you're probably not going to get what you want when you kill them. Yeah, well, I mean, on, on bosses, you have a better chance of getting what you want because it's a finite loot table. Whereas if you're just like playing the game, mm -hmm. chances of you getting something you want are pretty low. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just like right. everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd rather see that kind of time gate where your time, your your input determines your output. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus just twick, you know, yeah. twiddling your thumb. But then even still like RNG is RNG. So that guy that like he spawns Awakener 8 once a league. He can get the crazy best item, yeah. and you've been farming them all league, and you didn't get yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, so that's, you know, like RNGesus, um, I was trying to get a better soul harvester yesterday for my witch doctor, because I got an ancient one. It's okay. It's not bad, but it's just okay. So I took another, you know, non-ancient one, and I re-rolled it in the cube 35 times, and didn't even get an ancient out of 35 re-rolls. I'm like, what in the there? It's like, you know, it's so many mats, man. It's, yeah. it's like hours and hours and hours of T16s that, you know, I didn't really do all of them. I can <laughs> hours and hours that, of <laughs> bounty mat giveaways. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but still, like, RNGesus is a bitch and it's, it's, um, it's crazy, you know, like, not even to get it ancient. It's, I don't know, man. It just kind of set the, the mood for the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the stream. That was like, as soon as I started, I'm like, okay. Let's burn all my bounty mats and let's see if we can get a better weapon. And I didn't even get one ancient. So, yeah. Um, 
it yeah, just feels it. it feels so bad yeah and then you got somebody that's like oh hey look what i got for my level 70 cl- first clear right and they link like a fucking perfectly rolled weapon right. and you're just like dude that historically happens to me in, in poe like getting a six link it's been like a minimum like 3k fusing some people are like i just got it in three and you're like fuck off dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's nuts man so I don't know. I think I pissed somebody off, and my my streamer buff got taken away. Yeah, so probably true. You know. Um, uh, if you guys just kind of like a um a public service announcement. If you guys aren't keeping your eyes on a lot of these game companies, they're giving away games for free for the Corona stay at home shit. So like mm. PlayStation is giving away the Nathan Drake collection um, for free. So just make sure you log in and claim it if you have your PlayStation. Uh, you don't have to. It's not like it goes away. Once you claim it, you own it. It's on your account forever. Um, Epic gives away free stuff all the time. I don't know what they're giving away right now, but you know, check out the Epic launcher. Um, yeah, there's there's a there's a bunch of things that you know. So What's just, Nathan Drake. It's uh, I, I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive, but I could be wrong about mm. that. Um, it's it's. Voiced by Nathan Fillion, who did the voice for Cade Six. He was in Firefly. He plays on a TV show as a cop right now called The Rookie. Really famous voice actor and actor in general. Um, and it's uh, kind of like a modern day version of Tomb Raider, I guess. Maybe mm. I don't know, but it's okay. the fourth. The fourth. Un- it's Uncharted. Have you heard Uncharted before? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I yeah, don't know what it is. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's Uncharted. Yeah. So like Uncharted 4 is relatively new. I don't know how new, but that game got some really good praises. And I looked at it. I, you know, it's it's a PlayStation Plus free game this month. And um, it looked good. But it, I would say it's like modern day Tomb Raider, I think. Mm. So gotcha. I haven't played it, but it, you know, it looks good. Mm-hmm. It's a triple A, you know, budget. So um and then have has your chat been blowing you up about Valorant? Like, God damn. Of course. Dude. Oh my God. Like every day, it's like, yo, P, you played Valorant? You gonna play? You should check it out. It's drops. Shit. It's so much fun. You have drops enabled? Yeah. Drops, drops, drops. Um, I, okay. I've, what, let's get your thoughts. I've watched people play it multiple times because people keep raving about how good it is. And every time I watch, I'm like, this looks like, but it doesn't look that good. It did not look enticing enough to me to wanna go play it. I'm just like, yeah, I, know, I I get it. Uh, there's been a lot of games where I'm like, I don't fucking get it. I get it with Valorant. That's I think that the, that's a big takeaway for me is like, I totally see why people love it. I would see countless hours of Counter-Strike being played and I never really like, I always got it with Counter-Strike, but like it never really appealed to me. And this is just like Counter-Strike 2.0. Um, so yeah. I'm really happy for everyone that's super excited over this game because I know Counter-Strike's like a big deal and all those people are like feeling nostalgia plus like it's new stuff. So that's like amazing. Um, I agree that I don't. I don't personally think it's very fun to watch. I will say when I like I follow a lot of you know FPS players uh, mm-hmm. on on Twitter and like seeing like a play where someone kills a whole team. It's like okay, like that was pretty cool. Like cool. Like a good good clip. But like actually watching you know like a normal game like play out. It's like please blindfold me like i don't want to watch this like it's just so slow it's so boring like, yeah it's, and it's like like 90 percent of it is like 
people going, what the fuck? What just killed me? Oh my God, that, you know, that's bullshit. And just complaining the whole time. And then, and then that one moment, well, they'll, they'll get, yeah. they'll, they'll get like a couple good kills, but like 90% of it is just like, I don't even know what happened. Like, you, you know, so I was around the corner. I was, <laughs> Were you watching whatever. Tim the Tamman? <laughs> oh my God. I watched, I watched Doc, Tim, Summit. Yeah. They're all just like going nuts, man. Yeah. So even even Lupo a little. Yeah, but. I mean, I get it. Like again, like it looks great if that's what you're into. But yeah, it's just not. I'm not I'm feeling into. it. I, it's maybe it's one of those ones I need to play it. And um, did you play Warzone at all? People have been trying to get me to play that too. And I did watch some Warzone, and that looked more appealing to me. I actually was like, I can maybe see myself playing the Warzone a little bit. I did jump into Warzone, and honestly, my only takeaway is like it was, eh. Like, you know, when I played Apex that f the first time, like, I just knew, right? There's that, there's yeah. things that just clicked. And I was like, oh my God, I love this game. And I was super right. addicted for weeks and weeks and weeks. You know, that, whereas I played Call of Duty Warzone, I just didn't get that. And, you know, it felt like COD and, you know, COD's got such like a negative taste for me. Um, it just, it just didn't kick. And I, I still don't. Mm. They done it down. I think they made it a lot easier to play. I think it is more geared towards like, you know, console than probably is PC, um, which is good or bad. Because when I, when I think of like PC shooters, I think of Valorant, like 100%, yeah. like a really Twitch-based, crazy hyper-precision type of game. When I think of console shooters, I think of fucking Halo and like you're flying yeah. around and, you know, it's doing spin no scopes and shit like that. So, it, mm. yeah. But again, you know, yeah. PC has like Unreal and that's like probably the fastest... Man, you know the only Ever. reason that I that I like console shooters, the only reason is because there's fucking less cheaters, man. Mm. Like, I'm so tired of like I hate when somebody has a good play on you and you're like, oh, that was really nice. When the thought process enters your head, man, was that, were they hacking? Were they cheating? Were they aimbotting? And I feel like at least when I'm playing on console, I don't feel that as much. I think a console is like it just seems like it's it's its own contained OS. I'm sure there's probably ways people do it. Man, but, we have such you know a I mean? different memory. <laughs> of, like, so I've played a ton of console shooters. Man, it's been you think so there bad. Aim, there were aimbots. Oh in my console. Oh my god. Oh my god. Halo Two was probably the worst game of all time to play on Xbox Live because people would use standby. People would fucking like wall glitch that people like it people jump like straight up and fly like 500 feet in the sky and then like not have to look at you and one shot you like it was the worst game to play online of all time a lot of the uh, the call of duties have been the same way like i remember like ghost was like just the most hacked piece of crap game on console like so see yeah. i never played a lot of call of duties when i when my my references is really going back to destiny one days Versus especially Destiny 2. But, and on console, on Destiny, there was like DDoS. And people would lag, you know, lag switching, um, lag glitching, whatever. But those were super blatantly obvious. And you knew when the dude was doing it. Like you just, you see a dude teleporting around the map. Like, okay, he's cheating, whatever. But if I'm fighting a guy and he just outgunned me, I, I don't think like that fucker was aimbotting. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, he had better thumb skill and he killed me. Um... But I, you know, I didn't play Halo or, or hardly any CODs. I don't know, man. Cheating is like at all time. It feels like every game is just full of fucking bots everywhere you go now. 
And it's yeah. like, are the developers, is the cat and mouse that bad and, and the mice are getting that good? Or are, are like people, you know, are there like that many guys out there that are super educated now on how to fucking read memory and write these scripts and these bots to, to aim hack? Or like there's got to be some way, like somebody's got to get some kind of technology where they can be like, listen, we're going to like fucking use a 10,000 bit encryption on the memory that you're mm-hmm. never going to break. Well, I can and tell you, like, gonna... from firsthand experience, it's just like it's always playing catch up. Like, not only, you know, you're working at a company and you have like other goals outside of, okay, like we want to prevent players from doing this, right? And so you're trying to fix, you're trying to catch up with what they're doing to you. And then they just have more time because, like, okay, we fix that issue that they caused. And then it's like, well, you know, maybe you can help out the rest of the team and, and focus on, like, okay, getting this new content piece out. But then, like, meanwhile, that person's, like, spending 24-7, like, coming up with new ways to, like, fuck up your shit. And just, mm-hmm. like, it, you can, like, you're, we're always going to be playing catch up there. And, you know, that's why, you know, I hate to play devil's advocate, but I'm kind of for pay-to-play games in that regard. Yeah. The games that I Me like too. to play a lot of. So I don't mind if Diablo 4 is a pay-to-play because it has that, you know, at least payment gate. But, like, it still pisses me off because Diablo 3 is a pay-to-play, but they don't do fucking shit. And they should. Right. Like, and it still blows my mind that they don't do it because they can make that's money. The, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem with... with and, like, I, I reference Destiny so much, and it's because I, I love that game. I love that franchise. And it's been shit. And I haven't even played it for months, and I still want to, but it's garbage right now. And it happened when they switched to Steam. As soon as they went from the Battle.net launcher and they went free to play at Steam, even though there's like a, a content gate, their PvP is free for the most part. And like some of their PvE is free. But that was it, man. The floodgates open and people bought all day because they don't give a shit. They right. make a new account 30 seconds later. They're not hardware banning. Apparently now you can rip a GPU serial number out of your GPU. Mm. So like they could GPU ban people. And it's like until, and I'm sure there's ways that you can change, just like you can reprogram re, uh, your MAC address or change your hardware ID. Like there's ways you can do all kinds of shit. But um, there's so many methods that they could do. Like once they ban somebody, ban their GPU, they play on that GPU again, boom, they're gone. So it's like, I don't know. It's it's so frustrating to see like Destiny fucked over, Division's got hackers in it, Diablo's got hackers in it. Um like World of Warcraft is full of fucking bots 24-7. I mean, dude, I've seen farm bots in that game since day one. Um, I, I can't even think of a game where I don't see bots now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like... Yeah, it's weird because like, you know, PUE, I think they've done it in such a way like, like they just don't affect you that much. Like they affect the market, but you don't really like how do you really unless you're like a really high-end player like you wouldn't really know it was affecting your game mm-hmm. so because everyone's like you know instance away from each other there's not that like sense of world same with diablo like you wouldn't really know people bought in diablo except for the leaderboards right like because right. and paragon level well if you randomly group up with some dude that's like six thousand paragon right and <laughs> season like, whereas okay. you know pv yeah. you, you just wouldn't know at all i think i don't think people realize that though a lot of people are oblivious they'll get with somebody they'll they'll group with somebody that high and they're just like oh shit you're a god you know what i mean right they don't a lot of people are like oh some people tell me that they didn't even realize botting existed until they came to my stream and i was like oh no this is a bot this is a bot and they're like really oh shit you know like i didn't i didn't even know Mm -hmm. um 
my i think this is something it kind of reminded me i was thinking about this off i think i was talking about this on streaming today i think a downside for poe to me is that it doesn't emphasize group play at all i think that's i think that's one of the things that takes away from me a little bit um because i definitely prefer to play in groups than solo i i never played diablo 3 solo never mm. i get on stream and i'm like you know i'll grab buddies if buddies aren't on i grab viewers or maybe i'll plan to do both but i'm always like yo let's group up let's do stuff and um ssf doesn't super appeal to me because i don't like to play solo but poe doesn't reward you at all for playing in a group like there's no Aww, like, what, what are the true. benefits well, I okay, mean, what are the benefits? It's just like the yeah, so like you can have support people that just like buff up the other people to become gods, and then stuff that would normally be like really really challenging for you to fight solo just becomes kind of like trivial. And you can combine your like say like everyone has like a really rare set of keys, like so say you can spot an Uber Elder, and it's just like usually yeah. that's just you, like and you go and fight them. Whereas if you like you get in a group, like well everyone's got a set of keys to open Uber. It'd be like getting Ubers in Diablo, right? Like everyone nobody works together. nobody that I know that plays Poe ever talks about group play or ever tries to get group play going. It's I mean, if you like solo. like you could talk to Deuce, like Dusky loves grouping all the time in Poe does still, it? yeah. So I, I I mean I don't do it. I don't talk to anyone that does it besides Dusk. He seems like I I think if you were to ask him straight up, like what do you like grouping better, he would definitely say Diablo three without question mm -hmm. probably but he definitely does it a lot so i, okay. I don't i don't know i well, see a lot of people doing maybe I, maybe I had a wrong opinion because i i was under the impression that there's really no point to do it so if it does if it does benefit then interesting yeah, yeah. you know that's a plus i suppose we could group uh, we you know some... you just never we had yeah. that one opportunity you just like wouldn't what I played going? with you that one time. You were just dragging me through content. I'm just like, <laughs> this is dumb as fuck. I'm not learning anything. You're just like, keep up. Pick How is it like, any I, different than I, Diablo 3? I don't know what to pick up. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what we need here. So Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. All right, real quick. We talked about it at the start. Uh, and I just want to, we, we said we were going to talk about it this week a little yeah. bit. We both finished Final Fantasy, so if you if you still don't want Final Fantasy spoilers, tune out for like three minutes. We're not. I'm gonna keep it short. Um, <laughs> I got to sneeze. Sorry. Fluff votes this thing a three out of ten. Yep. Which is unbelievable. Why is that unbelievable? I don't think that you're like you're not thinking about it properly. Because what do you? No. How do you rate a game? <laughs> not, how do you rate I'm a game? Wrong. So you have your I'm wrong for not hating it. Yes, because <laughs> there's zero replayability, zero. Okay, like literally fucking zero. The story, like it, 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 it differs so much from the original, and it ends in such a terrible way. And throughout the whole thing, and I know you agree, like the whispers are really fucking dumb. So story, you can't really give it that great of, yeah, of a so, rating either so like what's giving it the okay, 8 out of so 10 you for you stopped, if you stopped the original game as you left Midgard would you give that story a 10 out of 10 it's because you know the rest of the story you you don't you you, it, you can't compare like the Midgard to the Midgard it's like it's not what? a one to one the original Final Fantasy 7 if you just threw the disc in you started playing yeah. as soon as you leave Midgard you turn it off are you going to be like, yo, that story was the shit? Well, would you know that there's expansions in the future? Of course. Yeah, but you don't know the story, though. Yeah, but, like, you, there's still that, that satisfying, like, there's not this, like, weird fucking 
I want to punch I, you I in the face. I definitely want to play moment. this second one to see where the story goes. Well, yeah, okay, sure, but it's not like ooh, I'm so like ah, oh, pog. I can't believe this. this is amazing. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> it's totally a different experience. It's not like a yes, let's it's go, baby. It's like they what the fuck change, just happened? So this is they stupid. drastically changed the story in the last. 20 minutes of the game or hour or however long that sequence was but the very very end of the game they definitely changed where things were heading right um but they did it in a way where it's like what is this to me i'm like what is this what is this alternate timeline is this alternate reality is this what the hell is going on i want to find out more and i'm genuinely interested to see where they take the story if they change the story and take liberties with the story, I'm okay with that because the original is still there and I can still go watch that and I can still go play that and, and experience that story. And if I wanted a remaster, then the game would have been titled Remaster. But this is a remaster. It's a remake, right. I think it's remake different. is more staying true to the original than a remaster. The remasters like we're touching it they, up. What movies have they remade? Like what? Let's think of a movie that they've remade. Um, oh, I don't off. know, man. I can't think of anything <laughs> off the top of my head. Like if they if they remade Matrix, for example, you want them to keep the same exact fucking story, like line for line, bit for bit. Or are you okay with them being like, we're gonna we're gonna put our twist on it? Yeah, I think that what someone's it. like, there, it should have been reboot. Is really what it should have been. Okay. So if they would have just remaster would have made more seven, sense. I think remake is the worst title you could pick. Remake is like I don't we're think, remaking I don't think it with re better graphics. Remaster doesn't fit unless they stick one to one a hundred percent. No, re I think remake was. is a hundred percent. Remasters you can go off the path a little bit. To me, verbiage wise, because remake is like we're yeah, just remaking yeah, it. Re, re, uh, re I think reboot would have been a better fit than yes. remake. Yes, and I but I think that's what it was. I think this was a reboot, not. Sure, but don't fucking call it remake then. <laughs> call it re fucking boot. <laughs> so if they call it reboot, what would you give it? Uh, still, I mean, I think honestly, I think the best possible thing that they could have done is called it Final Fantasy VII colon Whispers of Fate. Like it's its own its own fucking thing, and like you get this deal, you get the nostalgia feels. You're kind of being like debated the whole time, like oh, this is kind of like a remake. Well, this is fucking cool. And then at the end, you're like, okay, oh, they just like blew in my face. Okay. Well, it's a new game, so it's like, I guess it's like... <laughs> they, they just blew in <laughs> They just blew in my face, yeah. huh? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it, it, listen, it, it, it has some downfalls. Some the side downfalls. quests were fucking what horrible. Is, is Square Enix just giving you some money to play? Like, why? No, what are you being not, so positive it, it for? So many it was bad. Things, it had so many good things. What were the good things? Like... Okay. Uh, first off, the animations, like the FMVs, graphically, the character modeling, the voice. But you were complaining about the all. FPS the whole time. No, I didn't say FPS. I said FMVs. I know, but like videos. you were talking about graphically animations stuff like that. Well, the animations get bogged down by the FPS still, right? The FPS just it was choppy as fuck as you're spinning your camera around. Okay, continue. Like Sorry, but that's a PlayStation. That's a PlayStation problem. Um, so. You know, graphically, it was beautiful. Combat was okay at times. It, it could have used a little bit more polish, I feel like, but it wasn't completely bad for what it was. Um, the mobs that would, like, slide. Oh, my God. 
so terrible. They'd slide and then they'd like push you and you'd slide with them and it was total garbage. Yeah. Um there was there was a lot. I don't think there was enough reward for good reaction timing uh to like dodge attacks or block attacks or things like that. It was just like some things were just unavoidable. It was unavoidable damage where you had to know the encounter ahead of time. Right. And know that you, know, you should block up instead of heal the dodge. fuck out of yourself right. to try to live through it and stuff like that. Um, but regardless, like combat was still fun ish. Um, if if we're gonna if we're gonna completely like break the game down, I would say a a true one to one remaster of Final Fantasy VII from the ground up would have been better to me. Yeah, if they would have just straight up made it a turn based ARPG. One to one, walk through the same fucking levels, the same floors, the same missions, the yep. same dialogue, and just voiced over all of the dialogue in there, and and had like more modern graphics. That would have been the shit. Mm-hmm. But they gave us this 3D thing. It was still fun, man. If you had it, for somebody who had never played the original, it would still be a great story, a great adventure, a great game. You might even like it enough to replay it a couple times. I don't know. But for me personally, the biggest reason I'll never replay it is because um, this the stupid ass quest, the green quest, were, were ridiculous. That shouldn't have been in the game. I honestly feel like they put those in for time killers, uh, just to soak up ten hours of your of gameplay, so you could be like, "Oh, it's a forty hour game," when really it's like a twenty seven hour game or something. Right. Um, but other than that, man, I'm I'm excited to see where the story arc goes. I, I'm okay with it. I still don't want, like w- the way you described the game. I still don't know how you landed at an eight. Your your metric system is all fucked up. What what game do I did I not like that I should? I mean, mm-hmm. I just like how how does all those negative things seemingly about the entire game still have to be an eight out of ten? Well, I just listed all the shitty things. Like, I mean, you can go through the list of things I did like. If you know, okay, graphically it was beautiful. The music is Final Fantasy VII, sure. so it's graphics fantastic. Music, good, yep. Graphics, music, good. Combat, uh, I'm gonna call that a wash. It was plus. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was even. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna say the materia system was pretty true. It fit okay. Is the is the materia system in the original that kind of weak? Like to me now as an adult. I, I, in, in all the games I played, I was like, man, there's not really crazy combinations I can pull off here. Um, and I, I, But I haven't played the original in like 10 years. So yeah. yeah, it was pretty weak. Maybe maybe it was pretty basic too. I don't know. Um, really getting fights, to know like, yeah, like they're like weapons gave you like materia modifiers and then like having like the elemental materia and like linking those, like that was the only kind of big brain stuff about it. Um, and like, yeah, just I mean, there, there wasn't, but... I mean, and that shit, that shit's just knowledge that carried over from the first one. Right. Like, I already knew, as soon as I got the elemental materia, it's like, okay, well, this is getting thrown on my weapon with whatever weakness the enemy has that I'm going to fight, you know, mm-hmm. easy mode. Or, you know, you got your all materia was just renamed to something else, but it was basically fucking all materia. Right. Um, I love, like, the, like, the addition of Prey seemed, like, way too strong to me. Yeah, Prey was OP as hell. Yeah. yeah 100%. Um... So, but it was, it was, it was fun to experiment and play with those things again. Barrett was fun as hell. His voice acting was absolutely hilarious. Like when you'd finish a, a fight and you hear Barrett go, like just him singing that was hilarious. It was fucking awesome. Um, the story was good, man. The story still final. The overarching story is still Final Fantasy VII. 
and and it's such a good story that I, I don't know. I mean, that in itself was enough to carry the game. You know what I mean? Regardless, <laughs> Except they didn't stay true to it. Well, at the end, they changed things, but they left it in a way where it's like, okay, what are they doing here? I don't know. But it's not but just at the out. end. Like you finally figure out what the whispers are, and it's like, no, well, that just means like. Like basically, they changed the whole game because they were there the whole time. Really, the the whispers were stupid as fuck. Yeah, especially in design, it looked like black penises flying around on the right. screen. Let's be real. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how that got through. But, um, the overarching story was still there, man. You still went to Midgar. You still met, uh, Aerith. You still fell through the church. You still had to get out. You. The pillar crashed down and killed everybody. You had to go up and save um, or get revenge in, in the Shinra building, which the Shinra building was the shit, by the way. Yes, exactly. Awesome. And I think everyone I've talked to about Five Fantasy Seven Remake that played a lot of the original, that's literally what everyone says, is like the Shinra building was amazing. And so like to me, that's like 100% your evidence that like all people really wanted was a fucking remake and you gave him like this pile of shit. So like, (laughs) see, I wouldn't call it a pile of shit. It's not a pile of shit. It's not what is it. Could it have been better if it were a straight true one-to-one remaster? Absolutely. It would have been probably a better game, but is it a pile of shit? No, man. Come on. dude. For me, it's three out of 10. That's a pile. What was Wilson? Dude, what was Wilson? Um, if Wilson is above a three, then what the fuck? Yeah, Wilson is above a three for me. It's like four, though. It's like a four. <laughs> 3.5. Four. Yeah. Come on, man. Wilson was better than FF7 Remake? Because I like ARPGs, and like oh, I made man. a character. I made a build. There's a skill tree. Like It's yeah, still shit. Know. It's still fucking shit, but it's like <laughs> better shit. A little bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this story, and I think, I think, um, I take the game for its for its beauty, its voice acting, like the voice acting for the main characters and the main story was good. Some of the side guys were kind of cheesy, you know yeah. what I mean? But for the main stories, the main guys, um, graphically, like most of the zones were pretty appealing. Um, the monsters were pretty appealing, and and then just to see this story, like I want to see this story unfold and play through all the segments. And then I'll have the original story to compare to, and I'll have the new story, and then I can make a judgment on which sto- which one had a better story to it, which I'm sure will be the first one. But uh, it's cool. Like now that we don't know exactly what's going to happen, it does change things up a little bit for the second one. You know, it's like okay, well, if they're going to take us through this this alternate story, then X Y Z could die or. Not yeah, die but is that whatever. what people wanted? Is like like that begs the big question. I still feel like more people wanted just a straight up remake, and I still think it would have told the story better to new people coming to the franchise to just remake the old one than doing this shit show. Mm-hmm. I just don't think there's any scenario where what the play the play that they did was better than just straight up remaking the game. I I agree. I I don't think I don't think that this remake was better than a remaster would have been. But just polishing up, so if it would have got like the Final Fantasy VIII treatment, like they remade a remastered Final Fantasy VIII, tried to pretty it up a little bit with some high-res textures and shit, it still looks like garbage, man. Like you you had to have built it from the ground up. And um, 
I think if they could have like really found a way to make some super juicy 3D models and stuff with the old school story, then sure, it would have been badass. You know? Yeah, but it just really sucks, you know, from a fan point of view because like, what was it like nine fucking years ago that they showed us like Cloud jumping <laughs> off the fucking train, like ex- like pound for pound the same thing that we had in the original besides like really cool graphics. Mm-hmm. And then to like debate us this entire time I think the big now. downfall is that the slums were pretty shitty. If we really get to the, the the meat of it, like the the initial Mako reactor or Mako reactor that you go kill was pretty cool. And it was pretty one-to-one to me. Like the right. first intro mission was like, oh shit, yeah. this is phenomenal. Agreed. Right? Yeah. And that and was then, the demo too. Like that just yeah. like it's further to debating. And then you get to, but you get to the slums and the slums were uh, very linear, very narrow, shitty, just shitty in general. Like they weren't really great places to hang out. And you spent a lot of time in the slums, especially doing all those stupid fucking side quests. Um, And and I, I kind of feel like that whole section of the game, which is a big section of it, could have had some works, could have had some, some Shinra building love added onto it. Um, and I just don't see how the second and third installments are, however many they're going to be, are going to be open world. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't see how they're going to be open world. They're going to be linear just like this. So yeah, I agree. Probably. That's a little scary. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's, that's a lot of Final Fantasy talk, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I give it an eight though. I, I still think it's a good game. And I think if you, especially if you've never played the original, you won't have that bias to judge it against. And I think you would be like, oh, this is phenomenal. This is great. The story's amazing. The music's amazing. The graphics are amazing. How that could be true either. But the only person I talked to that's experienced it for the first time was Quinn. Yeah. I mean, he's Quinn. So (laughs) 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 I'd love to hear someone actually experience it for the first time and like a big console gamer. Cause like, I still got to imagine like the Zach moment. It's like, what? And Sephiroth not really like having a firm grasp on what he is. Does yeah, it really you really feel no that idea. as a new player? Mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, and I could see that. And once we get the other stories, maybe it'll all make a lot more sense. You know, I do think that I do think they did a shitty job in this story of setting up how badass Sephiroth really is. Right. Like in the first one, you knew. Like you, they they let you know. Like this is the baddest motherfucker that the world has ever seen, and you don't want to fight him ever. And you definitely didn't get that from this one. So. Right. We'll see. We'll yeah, see and you're fighting happens. him at the end, and he's like fucking casting Thundaga. It's like, what the? <laughs> like, what are we? It's so so stupid. It's such a you huge transition. Pretty badass too, though, man. So I don't know. They could still do some really cool shit. Yeah, Shinra. Yeah. The whole Shinra building, like we all agree, was like fun. Like that Shinra fight mm-hmm. and seeing like how that was like. I think that was one of the big unsolved mysteries to me in the original Final Fantasy. Was like you see Sephiroth before Genova gets out. And you're always like, mm-hmm. how? And this one, they kind of cleared it up because it was, it was the fucking yeah. clones, right? It was very clearly clones, right. and they showed that, like pound for pound, they showed that, and it was like, okay, the cool. But like, yeah, to me, it's like this was an opportunity to tell the story of Final Fantasy VII again, and maybe clean up some of those loose ends and like make it graphically stunning and like that. Genova I, I was love good. the Jesse side story that they put in there. I thought that shit was cool, and and I like how. Cloud was. Did you have Jesse? Uh, did you accept her pizza date or whatever it was? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny, man. 
Um, but then right. like the Disney but, at the end where it like rains and like characters are back. Like it's just so fucking stupid. It's like watching a Disney movie, man. I, I'm not going to be happy if in the end product all the people that were supposed to be gone are, are still back. If it's a happy ever after with fucking everybody, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. And what is that like? Uh, if there's Zach is gonna join the team, and like you've two, you've got two clouds on. It's just so dumb. But what know. if they find a way to spin that shit like amazing style though? Like, well, then we're gonna saying. go into like Final Fantasy VIII, where you're like, it doesn't really resonate either because you're like constantly going back and playing like what the Leon guy, and it's like, and he's he's got the gun blade too, but he's like, ugh. It just doesn't was, play well. Was, it, was that his dad? I don't even remember. I don't remember either. I think it was. I think it was his dad. Um, let's hit up some Twitter yes. questions. Nerd, nerd over. We we out. Yeah, we we're done weebing. They're releasing. They're updating Fallout seventy six. By the way, they're still working. Are you serious? <laughs> it makes me laugh. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Is they're like still putting out content for oh that my game. God. So, okay, um, let's hit some Twitter questions. If you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, you can tweet at myself or at Lord Fluffy. Uh, it's Lord underscore underscore Fluffy or at the P Child. You can join our discords. The links are in the YouTube video below. If you're watching live, um, you can type exclamation point discord, exclamation point P Child and, and join those. The first question that we have, let's see, let's see, where did I put them? Here they are. The first question comes from uh, Demonic Grizz. And he says, the best movie scene ever and why? <sighs> Damn. There's a lot of movies, man. Um, mm. I mean, I can think of a lot of great ones. I, can't, I don't know. That, yeah, like, I'm sure there's I, I one. The Goddamn. I can think, think of several that I really liked. So, like, an example... For me, uh, and and one of these is like the very very first time I saw Eight Mile, Eminem destroys that dude at the end of the in the rap battle. I thought that was fucking phenomenal and hilarious and unexpected. I can think of the scene in Gladiator where Russell Crowe uh, finally gets his revenge at the end. It was super badass. Like you know, finally uh, kills Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I'm trying like mate like fucking all of Matrix. I think Matrix was probably the movie that blew my mind. <laughs> The most of the time, like I remember seeing Matrix, and you had never seen fight scenes like that. Yeah, like just just the fight scenes, like where they would spin around the like no, sure. it had never been done. And you're like, this is the coolest fucking movie I've ever seen. You know, um, yeah. To, I mean, there, I could just name go forever on like awesome ass scenes, but you know, the ones one, that always come to mind, like so, like I could think of some disappointing moments. Like I remember watching X Men First Class. And when they were first kind of starting to tell the story of Magneto, I was like, oh man, like this is, this is fucking good. Like when that whole beer scene where like it's in German mm -hmm. and he like just like right. fucks those dudes up and you're like, God damn, like they're building a proper villain here. And then the game or the movie turned like too nerdy and like it was kind of a disappointment. But I remember like thinking that first like 25 minutes of the film, I was like, man, this is, this is pretty fucking good. Um, you didn't like the rest of the movie? No, I didn't. I think it turned like two X mini, but like that's the point. Um, I, I there's a lot of scenes from Social Network, you know, as a as a programmer that like they you know the dialogue's super clever. It all meshes really well. Um, gosh, there's so many movies. 
Uh, Most depressing scene, like Godfather, when they shoot Sonny up, you're like, (laughs) you know what? Oh my God. Godfather's got so many. When Sonny whoops the shit out of his sister's husband, who was like beating her up. Remember we're like, uh, I don't know if you've seen Godfather, but um, her husband's like beating her with a belt and like whoops her ass. Right. And then Sonny finds out and he goes and just fucks that dude up. And he's like (laughs) kicking him up and down the street and he smashes a trash can lid on him and stuff. Like that was uh, pretty rewarding to me too. I don't know, man. I there, I can just nick, go forever. There's so many great scenes. Right. I can't pick one. Honestly, so. like one of my favorite scripted scenes of all time is season one of um, God. What's that fucking HBO show about the programmers? Silicon Valley. Mm. And they're talking about like the D. I don't, I didn't, I've only D, seen a couple. Episodes. The DTF. Have you ever seen the DTF? I don't think so. Oh my fucking god! Like, there's this just—it's just like three minutes long. It's just script, and they like nerd out on like programming theory and like just dicks, and it's just like <laughs> it's so stupid, but at the same time, it's hilarious. Huh. Um, yeah, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. I mean, like, as soon as we get off here, you gotta watch it. Okay. Some of the best writing. I can just go to uh, Silicon yeah, Valley DTF. D D two F yeah. D two F or D T F D two F D T F one of those yeah. ETF means something. Yeah, it does. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, big unit two zero says, "What would you do if you found your good buddy or co-host was botting? Would you report them and get them banned?" Listen, I've already reported P Child. I kind of upset you brought it up, but I don't want to do this on stream. But have mm. you? Uh, I report fluff on Twitch for view biting every day. <laughs> <laughs> Every single There's day. There's other people in here. No one's talking. Mm. Nobody's talking. Um, no, in all reality, I, you know what, man? Um, my, I've become a big softie now. I don't even give a fuck anymore. Like, Blizzard's not doing anything about it, and I don't feel like I should have to be the bot police for Blizzard. And I feel like I have been at times. Like, I people would come in stream, and I'd be like, oh, you're botting your asshole. I shouldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Kind of used to get pissed off. And now I'm like, listen, man, I play the game to have fun. If somebody's going to cheat, it sucks for them that they want to cheat. But I can't sit here and enforce something. I can't do anything about it anyways. Why Why do I even get upset and care? Sure. You know what I mean? I so. mean, for me, it's like this kind of hits home because like my own brother in real life, like when he was very much into Diablo 3, like he was botting. And I'd always just be like, dude like you're a fucking idiot like stop like you're literally mm-hmm. ruining the game and it's like i mean that's the best i could do like going out of my way to like report them like i i wouldn't even report because i don't have time to do that anyways but if it was like if it was like my brother or a really good friend no man i'm not gonna get them banned right because like that's, that's my homie like i'm gonna be like you're fucking dumb but you know but if it's somebody that i don't know that well sure yeah fuck i'm gonna hell of a report them you know, yeah. like, but am I going to sit there all day? Like, absolutely not. Right. You know, like, I just enjoy your time, enjoy your life, enjoy, you know, like, don't get upset at, like, you can't get upset over it, man, because nothing's going to change. Right. You know, it hasn't changed in six years. Nothing's going to change next year. So just play the game, enjoy the game, love the game, and ignore people that bother you. All right. You know? Um. Hex says, besides video games, what's your favorite thing? What was your favorite thing to do as kids? 
You didn't get to play video games as a kid, right? Your parents wouldn't let you or something? As some a shit? very little kid, I wasn't able to play games. It wasn't until I like could afford a Super Nintendo myself. So I was probably like, I wasn't that late into it, but it was like probably nine or 10 before I could play. But I was wanting to. Like that my whole early childhood revolved around working hard and storing up enough money to like buy shit myself. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a huge part of my childhood even though it was like highly discouraged in my household. Um, outside of that, I mean, we were just like, you know, I grew up in a household where we just had to work hard. Like we, we had like a one and a half acre garden. Then we were out there in the garden every day. We had five and a half acres to mow. So we were constantly doing that like twice a week. And that would take like full days. So like yeah. all of my spare time as a child was like just doing free labor basically. Hmm. I was um uh I was I got a Nintendo when it released, which was eighty five, eighty six. I was like four I was like five, four or five. So I've had get video games since I was super tiny. But I used to um I grew up in the country. I lived out on um like a like a fifty acre plot, you know, so it was huge. And then uh we mowed a good section of it. I don't remember now how much it was. But it was something like you. I mean, you. We had uh, three riding lawnmowers, one of which was a tractor with a big ass brush hog, yeah. so you could like really knock right. it out the, the big parts fast. And it would still take us like six to seven hours right. to mow the yard, right? Day, right. So yeah, so it was like a full day thing um, with three of us doing it. So once a week, you'd spend your day cutting grass, like, and I did that all the way up until the time I was like fucking eighteen. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So you just put headphones on and rocked out, you know what I mean? And find funky ways to cut the grass. Like I used to like do squares and then checkers. And then one day I started doing fucking spirals that would get bigger just to see what it would do to the, you know, grass shape. And (laughs) it just, you know, blow your mind how bored you get. But we used to go play out in the woods a lot. And uh, we had like, I was into weapons as a kid. Like I had swords and bows and arrows (laughs) and crossbows. And like, I didn't like to hunt and kill animals. Like I'm not like super PETA, but at the same time, it was like gross to like kill something. Cause then I had, it's like bloody and nasty. And I didn't want to do that, but I loved to shoot things like trees and targets and toys and, and stuff. So um, my brother and I used to play ninja a lot. Like we both had like real, my parents were fucking crazy. They gave us real ninja swords. And so <laughs> we would like go out in the woods and just go chop shit up, man. We go chop sticks and I have scars on my hands from like where I was like holding a stick and I chopped through the stick and cut into my finger and you know, nice. Lots of, lots of bad stuff. My parents didn't, they let me do a lot of things that I shouldn't have done. Yeah, it's so wild yeah. to think. Like the shit that we did as kids and like the shit that would never go down. Never. In the current my, stage. I shot my, I literally <laughs> shot my brother with a bow and arrow. I <laughs> shot him. I shot him in the fucking hand. What the hell like, is wrong with you? Okay. So we're, my mom, get, and it wasn't like a compound bow that you would like, but it was like a, a shitty wooden drawstring, you know, bow. And we had these fiberglass arrows. And if you've ever seen a fiberglass arrow, you can unscrew the tip out of a fiberglass arrow and it's just flat, like, you know. And so my dad like took all the tips out thinking that's fucking safe, right? You know, okay, cool. So we're sitting there shooting this target. And uh, in the country, you used, uh, you know, at least in the country where I grew up, you used to have these big propane tanks. 
and uh, like natural gas tanks. And they were huge, man. Like as a kid, they were taller than you were. So right. we would like climb up on this tank and we were standing on the tank and we're shooting down at these targets. And my older brother goes through all of his arrows faster than me. And he's going to get his arrows. And I'm like, hold up, dude, I got two arrows left. And he's like, you know, fuck you. I'm going to get my arrows kind of deal. And I'm like, I'm shooting at the target. I don't give a shit. I'm going to shoot you. And he's like, no, you're not. You're not going to shoot me. And so he's reaching over, pulling his arrows out. And I shot at the target and I hit him <laughs> fucking dead square in the hand. And you uh, evil it, son of a bitch. Yeah, dude. I told him to fucking move, man. I wasn't bluffing. And so the arrow hits him and bounces off his hand. It doesn't go through it, but it put a big ass fucking hole in it. You know, yeah. like a big chunk of skin was gone. And so he starts instantly like freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just shot him. Mom's going to kill me. You know, I wasn't trying to shoot him, by the way. I was just shooting the target. Luckily, I didn't like hit his face or eye or, you know, I'm fucking probably 10. Who knows? You right. know, aim's bad. So my mom comes running out because she hears us screaming and uh, she's like, what happened? What happened? And my brother's like, he shot me and holds his hand up. <laughs> and um, my mom is like, Eric, get over here now. And I'm like, fuck that. So I like threw my bow and arrows down and I ran and climbed a tree. I climbed to the fucking tippy top of this tree. Smart. And my mom's like, get down here. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I sat in this tree for like five hours, dude. I wasn't. She took my bow and like broke it and like broke all the arrows and was like so pissed off. <laughs> and so I finally, I finally just couldn't stay up in this tree any longer. And I came down and she beat the shit out of me with one of the arrows. She like just whipped me like, you know, yeah. forever with the arrow. And, you know, you know, that's it. But my brother. My Mama brother picked me as Hawkeye. You are clearly Hawkeye. Clearly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> My brother always knew I wasn't fucking around, though. If I ever told him, like, I'm going to do something, he's like, okay, he's, he's going to fuck me up. I'm going to go ahead and move. Damn. He's going to shoot me. I got more stories about him, too. We'll, we'll, I'll save the other ones. I've done worse things to him. Nice. But, yeah, that's, uh, you know, Psychopath. I was just your normal country kid. I guess we sure. did. Sure. Lots of sociopathic murder inclined. <laughs> uh, Dirt Nap says, what's the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them for the first time? Hmm, male, female? <laughs> um, are we talking about dude abs? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair uh, question. Gosh. That is not a fair question. I would say uh, just person. We'll say both, I guess, maybe. Okay. I mean, I guess if it's a female, are they attractive? He's, that thought process just kind of goes through your head naturally, I think. You know? Yeah. I, I, don't, I think there's some natural think. things like, okay, hygiene is like something you probably notice yeah. immediately. Of course, if someone yeah. doesn't have it, it's like hard to ignore. Um, yeah, you. I guess I like tend to notice like people's hair or like their teeth first. Mm. Yeah. I think if I'm meeting somebody and we're talking, we're having a conversation, I think I, a lot of times I let somebody talk to see yes. if they're a talker or if they actually like have conversation. Because some people you can tell are already thinking about what they're going to say next while you're talking. Right. And I, that drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. And then I'm instantly tuned out and I don't really care about having a conversation with them or getting known better. Right. So I, I think, I think, they're they're they tell me a lot about how they talk and how they act instantly with mm -hmm. you know do they ever shut up right do they talk the whole time 
is what they're saying interesting you know right. are they full of crap are they lying are they making shit up like mm -hmm. you know um so are they embezzle stories a bit do they find ways yeah. of like redirecting every conversation subject to be something about them yeah, yeah it's really just like observing and seeing if there's any like weird social quirks totally some people just have it too like some people naturally draw attention you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you can usually tell those people too you know yeah like hey i get it oh, that guy's got the it, it, it's the it factor yeah. do they have it factor yeah i do yeah. yes or no you know so mm -hmm. true uh but hygiene for sure man if somebody <laughs> looks dirty or something then i'm all instantly like yeah i don't can we not hug can we just right. be like yo what up yeah. you know like mm -hmm. is your are your teeth rotting out then i'm gonna stand next to you so your breath is going this way yeah not directed at my face um that's it man that's all the questions we had this easy week. easy mode if you guys want to submit those questions like i said join our discords uh i go collect them probably 20 minutes before the podcast so you have all week to think up something drop it in there or you can tweet at us and uh give us your question it's always fun man to answer those yeah yeah and as always i forget to announce it at the beginning we have a patreon if you guys want to help support the new meta podcast um, you can find the link in YouTube. I don't know if there's a command live right now, but, uh, it's in the YouTube section on, on, uh, the podcast videos that fluff throws up on his YouTube channel every week. You can click that, check it out. There's a bunch of different tiers. You can check out some of the cool things. Um, I'm just briefly, you can come listen to the pre podcast show. We were in the channel today. So if you guys are at the $10 tier, you can come hang out and listen to all the stuff we talk about before we go live. Um, as well as, you know, getting some special shout outs on the podcast and things like that. So check it out if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. You want to catch more of me? I'm the P-Child. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. You just search the P-Child, you'll find me. Hell yeah. Lord underscore Fluffy and double those underscores on the Twitter. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.